And that is uh, Malé, uh, under my skin as we begin this conversation. And just reminding uh, whoever is listening right now, if perhaps you're one of those who is uh, suicidal, uh, do acknowledge that uh, someone cares about you, someone loves you. It may not seem that way because of what you're feeling. And unfortunately, mental health is one of those taboos still, especially amongst men. But when we get a statistic that says 450 men commit suicide, a month in South Africa. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of lives lost. And I, I you know, would then wonder, uh, where are the people that they relate with? This is our relationship desk. And uh, we're asking, how do we support a person who's uh, suicidal? Do we perhaps uh, support them? Uh, we, we also have websites that um, would aid uh, suicide. Uh, do, is that the role that we play? Do we help them uh, realize that there's more to life or do we help them uh, commit the suicide anyway? What role do you play as a person who's in the life of a person who is suicidal? And joining us uh, right now on the line is Dimagazo Motiang, who is a psychologist. Good afternoon and welcome, Dimagazo. Afternoon, thank you, Skizilda. Thank you so much. And once again, still continuing on the conversation around uh, the passing of uh, WHP. A lot of people accusing mm. that uh, she should have stayed. Um, but, you know, sometimes it's very difficult not knowing how to support a person who obviously tells that I don't want to live. Mm. So mm. what role do we play as people in a relationship with a suicidal person? The most important thing is to communicate love and support and um, missing support also is to understand your partner. Mm. And also the most important thing is to understand how he was with or how she was with. Mm. And if, you know, if the family, they were they able to talk about feelings, how did they cope when something was like wrong in the family? Mm. And then you'll be able to understand your partner and where he is at that moment and so that you can be there for them but also another thing that you know we can do also is to not pressurize our partners you know mm. when you pressurize your partner especially men men especially that they have this thing of they want to be in control isn't it you know they they are so they have like we as a community we have high expectations yeah. that they must be in charge they must provide um, and depression takes control. away that control because you're mm. not in control of your feelings. Mm. You're not mm. in control of your health at the time. Exactly. And that, that makes the situation worse. Then you feel like you are less of a man. Mm. And, and, and when you, and we start pressurizing them that, you know, you want a certain lifestyle, maybe in, in, in the family, then they feel like they are now less of a man and it makes them feel worse and worthless. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Talking and about also, worthlessness, yeah. what are mm. some of the words that I, well, I know my sisters, or let me say mm. some, uh, we actually are gifted with the tongue and to a fault sometimes. Uh, that mm. Sometimes you use language that uh, does not really help the situation. Mm. Yes, yeah, like you are useless, you know, um, there are other better men out there or other better mm. partners. And and then now you start comparing your partner. And like so-and-so, you know, partner bought them a car. But the thing, these are two different people with two different um, financial circumstances. Mm. You know, I'm talking about the day-to-day things that, you know, your partner will just pressurize you about and 
and that person feel less of of importance in 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 the relationship. And you know, such words that you know uh, that you 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 make your partner that you know they they're not important and mm-hmm. you don't appreciate. It makes them to be like worthless and hopeless and filled, and they also internalize. And sometimes you think it's true. And at times they already are feeling bad um, about whatever circumstance Mm. or uh, situation Mm -hmm. that they're going through. Uh, So you don't need uh, words, weapon or weapon of words uh, to just uh, add salt into that wound. Yes. Like it's like you are emphasizing what they are already feeling at that time. Mm. It's making the situation worse. And and it doesn't help that you've just lost your job and, and you are an uncle in the home. And mm, there's mm. that auntie with a very chachalach uh, youngster who will say, Malume has eaten my uh, poloni, polonias kaftin. Exactly. It mm. really does um, make them feel bad about themselves. So, mm. so, so what mm. sort of, how do we change even uh, the way we speak as we try and support uh, people who are suicidal and uh, who have been diagnosed with depression mm. and invite mm. you to join in the conversation? Uh, give us, uh, you can send us an email, not an email. You can send us uh, a tweet or, or join us on Facebook at SAFM Radio and hashtag SAFM Lifetime Live. WhatsApp voice note on O. 614-104-107 and SMS 40938 charged at 150. Also welcoming your calls uh, straight after this. 104.4 FM in Durban. And uh, we did indicate that uh, please do give us a call or send us uh, your messages. I just received an SMS saying, I'm going through the same thoughts right now. The only reason I know um, it's the emotional, uh, psychological abuse by women. Uh, Maybe if you can just give us examples, because sometimes, you know, you Mm. don't realize that as a woman, uh, you're being abusive with your words. Give us examples of some of the words that are used uh, by you. It's an unsigned SMS um, so that we can teach because not everything has to be uh, tragic. Uh, Some some situations are teachable moments and uh, we take your calls. And in case uh, perhaps you missed some of the conversations uh, that we had earlier and you've seen Ashraf Gada's uh, tweet about uh, uh, the the chat earlier uh, with Jiran Sedi and John Ramakosimadibeng, uh, you can actually catch it. Uh, it's already on podcast, and you can join uh, on www.safm.co.za. And by the way, Ashraf joins us uh, between uh, eight and ten, and uh, he brings uh, the viewpoint between eight and ten uh, this evening. And thank you so much uh, for tuning in. Let's take your calls uh, right now, and oh uh, eight nine one one zero four two zero. Uh, Rob, you're joining us from Devon. Good afternoon. Hi, good afternoon. Hi, Rob. Hi. Yeah, it's a very layered, layered and complicated subject. But the, the, oh. the one, the two things that came up for me while I was listening to you introducing the the topic was, you know, contemporary men um, are brought up in an environment in which men are not encouraged. Or little boys are not encouraged to show their feelings, mm. uh, whether it be fear or sadness, etc. And as a result, men grow up with the idea that showing their feelings, um, and of course it will be associated with fear and sadness and depression, are, is somehow um, unmanly, etc. So they mm. bottle it up. There's no way to, there's no way to share. There's, 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 there's this idea that uh, if you show your feelings, etc., mm. then you are somehow weak. 
And as a result, men have very little um, opportunity to share with other men. I mean, there are movements in the world. The Mankind Project's one of them. There's movements in the world that, that encourage men to come together and share with one another, etc. But there's, men are in crisis, in, in mm. certainly, I would say, in the Western world. And I, and I think that there is this, uh, there is this um, a tremendous need for um, the breaking down of patriarchal value yeah. systems which have resulted in men who just some, somehow sometimes cannot even access their feelings. They don't know how. They're not, they don't, they're not literate in terms of um, accessing their feelings. And yeah. I, I know this because I've had to face down some tremendous depressions of my own. And then one other thing I'd like to mention is that, and it's, again, it's no fault of anybody's, but, uh, you know, women can be extraordinarily cruel towards men and highly manipulative um, to, to, to gain whatever they want to gain out of a relationship with a man or a group of men. And, and I think that it's not that anybody is to blame if someone commits suicide. I've witnessed a few suicides in my own life, and, and I, I, I'm very clear about that, uh, that nobody's to blame if someone mm. commits suicide. But there's definitely some more um, uh, discussion um, and some, some candid discussion that needs to be had between the sexes um, on this subject. Do you still have uh, some of those thoughts, uh, Rob? Uh, does one uh, g- get to a place where they completely recovered or it's just, uh, you know, ev- every day uh, with its own challenges and uh, uh, you just become more mindful? Well, for me, it's a spiritual thing. Mm-hmm. It becomes a question of strengthening my relationship with, uh, with, with call it God, my higher power, you call it whatever you like. I think it becomes a, it becomes a, tr- it's a quest. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a tremendous, um, challenge to strengthen one's inner core. And mm. I think that there's only, for me personally, there was only one solution to that, and that was to grow spiritually. No other human being is capable of uh, healing me the way uh, the divine um, mm. has and can heal me. And I believe that to be true of all of us. We have to learn to partner with God. Thank you, Rob. Thank you very much for sharing that with us. And I guess that that's exactly what we had in mind when we said, let's look at your role as an individual, uh, as a lover, as a friend, as, as just a person next to a, an individual who's diagnosed with depression. What role are we playing? If we're going to have 450 men committing, successfully committing uh, suicide every month. Where are we as people who support them, as people around them? Uh, let's go to Pastor Aubrey in Jobek. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Crystal. How are you? Uh, this topic makes me sad, uh, Pastor, but I'm hoping that uh, through uh, conversing and, and uh, we'll be able to just teach one another a thing or two. Yeah, I think some of us are having some scars that can help to heal the burning issue. Mm. I, I for one, attempted suicide, but I was still a young boy, I think three times in my life. And uh, it didn't succeed. Mm. I only told my family about it when I became a man and I was independent. And that was a silence. Uh, I don't know how to put it. It was it's a it's a silence. It was lonely. You up, yes. But what I have learned from that and in my interaction with other men, because now we are having a movement we call it the restoration of a male seat, is that number one need of a man is to be needed. Mm. And and if you don't feel needed, your essence of existence dies. 
So, so whatever form that fulfills a man to be needed, whether it is in a good way or in mm. a bad way, if a man feels needed in that particular area, that is where he drifted, he drifts towards. And if there is no area of need at all in his life, then suicide becomes but almost inevitable. Here's, here's what I battle with, uh, uh, Pastor Aubrey. Uh, if indeed this is about uh, wanting uh, to fulfill uh, being needed, why mm-hmm. would then say some men approach a woman that um, is, is really, what's the word to use, uh, someone who's not in your league? Because it, that person is not going to need you. It's, 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 it goes beyond just a man-woman relationship, Priscilla. Mm. It's, it's a need of you as a person fulfilling a particular position, whether as a brother, whether as a sister, whether as a son. But if there is a void of being needed uh, in your life, mm. that at the basic, at, at the basic block, at the basic growing up stage, not even be- before even you, you fall in love and yeah. begin to date, there, there is a root issue of just being needed and issues of peer pressure can mm. also add to that. And you can carry that void with you for a very long time and eventually it shows up and when issues of life begin to yeah. push harder on you. Thank you, Pastor Aubrey. Thank you very much for that perspective. And this is why when a young woman would say, I do not want you in my life anymore, uh, you opt for suicide. Here's the news headlines with Uti Lesako. Discussions impacting your life the most. Taking your calls right now on 891 WhatsApp voice notes on 0614-104-107. And uh, also acknowledging your SMSs and uh, your messages on Twitter and Facebook at SAFM Radio, hashtag SAFM Lifetime Live. And my name is Chrysalda Dudumaje. Joining me on the line is uh, Dimagadzo Mutiang, who's a, a psychologist, as uh, we try and unpack 450 men committing suicide every every month uh, where are we as people around them and how do we best support um, and and what are some of the uh, you know challenges that we contribute as as uh, the problem uh, when we have someone who is helpless and, and feeling hopeless and suicidal and depressed uh, good morning my sister you know what uh, what you are saying you and your guest yeah, it's true and it's very hard for us as men, you, you, you know, my, my sister, because, you, you know, these things, especially, it, it happens to the, to, to the good guys, those guys who, who are good, you know, because, you know, sometimes it, it, it's not good even for me that I have uh, three children, but uh, I don't have something to show or to give them, you see. And there is this person that was telling me that I am useless, I can't do everything, I just sit around. But whereas those person, they have come to me and said there is a job. It's really bad, my sister. Thank you. Oh, man. And uh, Nwanya on Twitter, um, Nwanya has a Nigerian flag. I'm, I'm assuming that that's where you're from. Women remain uh, the reason behind loads of world issues we have. Uh, they enter relationships with the wrong people, 
get out bruised and flip their claws uh, on anything uh, men in one stupid name called feminism. Mm. It keeps you uh, staring and wondering, I only brought love and why this being uh, led to attack. And uh, that's from Nwanya. And I guess because we don't talk to one another. Let's go to Nkulego in Jobek. Good afternoon. Hi. Good afternoon. Welcome. How are you? Uh, yeah, well, I did indicate that this topic is making me sad. How are you? Uh, hey. A very serious one now. This one, go ahead. You live, Uncle Lego. Hello, are you alive on, on SFM radio? Um, and time is not on our side. What's your contribution? Yeah, no, I think uh, the thing is, uh, the problem is our our laws. Okay, our good leg. have caused a lot of problems. They've given other women like uh, bad ideas on, you see, for example, like uh, the gender equality issue. Some women they, they take it too far when it comes to their men. Let's not be general, men. give examples. And, what do you mean by that, in The fact that you and I, when we have the same job, we earn the same salary, what's that got to do with you being suicidal? You see, sometimes we're going to have disagreements at home. Mm. And women of today, if you argue with them, if you don't shut up as a man, the, the, the argument will never stop. That's the problem. And there is no man who can compete with a, a woman when it comes to, like, speaking. Okay. You can never. So that's why some of the men... They lose their tempers and well, they beat up their women. As long as they know they break the law and they'll be arrested. Yes, they know. They, they know they break the law. Okay. They know they break the law and they have got no other option. They have got nothing to do because if they go and report... Mm-hmm. You walk away, Gulego. To the police, no, no, no. When you are with a person that you cannot have a relationship with, you cannot to relate to one another, walk away. Walk away. Why stay in an environment that is depressive, that is depressing you and leading you to something that you claim you're not? It's because of her, unless you are ma'am, exactly what it is that you do to those women. Ma'am, I'm complicated than that. You, 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 it's, it's, it's you have a, a, a sophisticated phone that doesn't everyone, want us. Everyone keeps asking them. Why did why did why don't you just pick up and leave? Mm. And those women they say I, I I love my partner. So it's the same way even to to us men. Sometimes you can't just pick up and leave. No, but you can't love a person who doesn't love you. What what is wrong is you choosing to love someone who doesn't love you. That's that's where the problem is, not not the love itself. But thank you, thank you very much, Uncle Lego, for your contribution. Uh, well valued, and uh, we value each and everyone's contribution. Um, Felasak on Twitter says, "Is there a relationship by any chance on this uh, um, ongoing femicide and the suicide rate amongst men?" I'm just wondering if there's any connection by chance and i guess it's because we don't talk 
We don't understand each other. We don't have conversations. And when we do have conversations, uh, we talk past each other. Let's go to Fred. Um, Fred is joining us from Deben. Good afternoon. Hello. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. Most welcome, Fred. Thank you for calling. You know, I, I speak from a different perspective. I'm listening mm. to the excuses of some of these men and what they're putting forward. And first, I find it pathetic. They don't sound like men to me. But, you know, I, and I mean that, but I think the underlying reason because of that process is because of today's society where men are being brought up by grannies and women. They don't really have much of a role model as far as a man is concerned. So when they get to manhood, they actually don't know what the heck they are. But you see, it's 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 toxic masculinity language like this um, that you you get to a place where you say to a person you behave like this because you don't know that you are a man. What does that mean? Because men are human too, aren't they? And and I guess uh, the platform is here for us to continue uh, just having um, uh, these talks. I came out of uh, depression uh, more than twenty years ago uh, for the sake of uh, and for the sake of those suffering uh, suffering people. Uh, keep to strict program of exercising, jogging, and cycling. Give your life unconditionally to God and that's from Paul and that's what worked for you Paul hopefully it will work for someone else I forgot to state my name this is Tendani my 15 year old son uh, never showed me uh, a sign but I'm, I'm learning uh, I'm learning now that uh, as a society we don't know depression at least I didn't uh, know and uh, looking back after following each discussion I get on uh, suicide I can see that I didn't know uh, what I was seeing on him and and because we don't have like a proper language that helps us uh, to understand this and thank you so much uh, Tendani for sharing that a colleague wanted to pass over and I told her to say hi to my family members and on the other side and uh, uh, to give them my contact details please and she laughed all the head away so I mean what do you do tough love uh, do you um, assist them um, because I remember uh, one of my nieces uh, threatening that she wants to commit suicide my counseling process was then you must tell us when you want to die how you would like your funeral to be conducted and who you want at your funeral and what kind of uh, do you want a casket or I mean that conversation shocked her out of even the consideration and 24 years later um, she's done so well for herself so what sort of language do we use how do we help ourselves oh i, I see i've gained a, a new title um ddm <laughs> afternoon ddm isn't that david mabuza uh, ddm but yeah uh, ddm for dudumash i guess i take uh, objection uh, with you describing some women as being out of uh, your league uh, this makes men feel less valuable, uh, which contributes to suicide. Uh, your worth is not determined by acceptance of others. And that's from Leo. Leo, what I mean by that, because context is very important. What I mean by that, if you are a, a woman who's in ex an executive position, if you choose to go and, and have a relationship, get to a place where you marry a, a security guard, you the levels are not the same. 
you will definitely um, get you will get to a place where you you have conflicts because you are not at the same level that's what I mean not that I'm undermining security guards have women at that level that they can date um, so that's what it's about and uh, and and you can't you can't then say uh, we shouldn't uh, talk real um, because that that is the reality uh, right there and uh, some of your uh, tweets Thank you so much uh, for this conversation. Uh, conversation. I, I, I'm just wondering uh, that what do I do for a person who wants to commit suicide? Um, and I'm, I'm getting a lot of tips from this conversation. And I guess let's go back uh, to our psychologist, uh, Dimakadz. When a person has uh, is convicted that I want to do this, what do you do? It's a very tricky situation because sometimes they're like, I really, really want to, you know, to kill myself. But, and like you said, you sit down with them and say, and you talk to them, are you sure you want to do this? And even in therapy, they'll come and say, I'm thinking I want to commit suicide. And you ask, how, do you have a plan to do mm, so? That's what um, I did. What it could, yeah. And what it worked. To do? And how you think uh, people will feel, and you know, mm. if you have a child, how do you feel your child will feel? Just to put everything into perspective and to give her or him that picture, that mm. vivid picture of what they are thinking that about. That people and are going to suffer. Mm, mm, that people will, not just you, but the family will suffer. Yeah. Are you are you ready for that? Are you committed to do that? And you talk about it very vividly so that they can understand what they are thinking. And, no, by, and by saying this, we're not saying this is a strategy that will work all the time. It's advisable mm. to please seek yeah. help. RTK mm. on, on Twitter says, um, good afternoon. As men, we need to learn to ask for help when faced with challenges mm-hmm. above our strength. Uh, Rabba Soto, uh, we, we can't kill our partners, and, and I guess as, as men, uh, we can't kill our partners uh, in the name of love when they disagree or not treating us as expected. And why love someone who says, I don't love you? Yo, Kancho, um, thank you so much uh, for sharing this. Uh, it, it's interesting that you think you know people and until, you know, conversations like these happen. When ma- when my marriage um, uh, felt into trouble, uh, after my wife later thought I am a lower standard and everyone, uh, including church, blamed me and that's Kancho. What did you feel? What's important is you telling us how you felt when other people were telling you that you are of a lower standard is that how you felt as well and uh, last uh, message Anonymous says my wife mother of my four kids uh, in a 25 year old marriage says uh, she's taken me out of uh, her heart and she's in love with my best friend but I can't leave her and uh, she'll make me, she'll make my kids hate me and extract money from me um, through maintenance so that so that I'll find it difficult to establish myself suicide is the best no anonymous suicide mm-hmm. is not the best you are off used to those kids when you are alive than you are when you are dead and and you cannot then not see uh, the good in in having four children if if she doesn't appreciate you shift your focus from her and and there are people I'm sure who are trying to reach out to you, but you're not seeing them because you're focusing your energies on somebody who just does not appreciate you being alive. 
So no, no, no. Uh, suicide is not the best. Please do seek help. So as we conclude this conversation, um, so clearly people just need help. Where, mm. where, where? I mean, where should people go to just find spaces, healing spaces, of of just having proper assistance and access mm. to help? I think to tell people, especially men, that it's okay to to not be okay. It's okay that to be vulnerable. It's not mm. that it's a weakness. It shows that you are human. And also to say, you know, in the hospitals, um, in our government hospitals, there are. Help. There are psychiatrists, there are psychologists mm. in our local clinics. We have your SADC, we have your mental health helplines that, you know, your your lifeline that are there to help them so that they can talk. And, and it's not like it's a weakness. And also just for people to support, you know, and be there for them and not now pressurize them and pull them down while they are already down. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much uh, for send, mm-hmm. spending uh, time with us. And I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm working on a program. I hope it, it works out where we will link, as we do uh, link skills uh, to individuals, uh, uh, corporates who would uh, absorb those who are unemployed. We need yes. to link mental health uh, to individuals uh, to be accessible wherever they are. Mm-hmm. I don't think we have enough psychologists. I don't uh, believe that there are as accessible as they should they're not mm. matching this 450 men who would have been alive if we were accessible thank you thank you very much thank you Bye. That's uh, Dimaka Tsomotiang, who is a psychologist, and that's where we end that conversation. Coming up next, Lucia Khabula. We go all the way to the Khoisan. What do we know about the Khoisan?